hi and welcome to episode five i'm pretty sure yeah five of my podcast um well first of all i want to say i'm on a walk again um i really like walking while making these and the park that i'm walking at is really crowded so there's a lot of background noise and I just want to say I'm sorry like it's really distracting me but I really oh my god it's really distracting me and and it's probably going to be annoying there's going to be times when you hear a lot of stuff I'm very sorry um but I just need to make an episode because I forgot to make an episode last Saturday I don't know what happened I don't normally forget things OCD has made me very good at memorizing things but I forgot and I'm two days late, but I obviously I'm not going to skip the week because of that. So I've been very eager to make up for that missed episode. Sorry, I'm actually having OCD right now. I'm walking and there's dog poop on the floor. And I'm afraid, or OCD is telling me, that I stepped in it and it's on my shoes and can contaminate me. Because yes, even while I'm making these podcasts, I have OCD. I don't I don't want people to think listening to my podcast like, oh my god, this girl is like super perfect. Like she doesn't have OCD. She's she has no like problems. I wish I was like her like, oh my gosh, I have so many problems. And I talk about like I make it sound like oh OCD is super like easy for me and like I do this and I'm better. Like I don't I hope that's not what I come across as. Um like I feel like I sound like super like like what's it called? Like super secure and like that I got this under control, but I'm still struggling all the time. And like I'm stressing. I'm stressing out about a lot of things right now. Like I I don't know. Should I share? Is that does that make it more real? I mean, I think it makes it more real cuz I'm just like you guys, like, I'm struggling, and I'm worrying, too, it's, it's, I'm in this with you guys, um, I mean, I mean, right now, I'm, I'm, like, anxious, because I just walked by someone's, like, dog poop that didn't pick up, and I don't like that, I feel contaminated right now, like, I want to check my shoes so bad, but I know that they're not on my shoes, so I do not need to check. Okay, yeah, I like doing this. I guess it's like kind of like giving you guys an example of what it's really like to have OCD in a moment, I guess. Yeah, so right now I'm freaking out a little bit, but I'm just going to move on, you know? That's the thing. That's what, I, what you have to do is I'm not trying to get rid of the thought. I'm, I have the anxiety. Yeah, there's, I just walked by the dog feces, and I'm probably going to walk by it again because I'm on a loop. And I'm thinking that I got on my shoes. And I'm scared that they're on my shoes. But I'm not going to check. I'm going to have the anxiety of not checking. But I'm not going to check. And eventually I will move on. Alright. I want to check so bad. This is the thing about exposure. like you're just like, oh my gosh, just let me do the compulsion. Just what? real quick, one more time. And it's like, no, you can't. So I'm going to try to not do it this whole episode see if I'm successful (laughs) um well anyways this episode is on eating disorders and you might be like um I thought this was an OCD podcast (laughs) well yes but also I think 
well, I don't think, I know that there's a lot of other mental differences or just, I don't know, anxiety, like, provoking difficulties that people have that aren't necessarily OCD, but they're related to OCD. OCD ties in with a lot of um, other anxiety issues or, you know, mental differences. Um, Some, like, a lot of people don't realize. I, I don't, I probably don't know a lot right now, and it took me a long time to really realize the connections that OCD has with a lot of aspects of my life, including eating. Um, and also with this podcast, I like, I know I have OCD and that's what this is mainly about, but there's like a lot of mental disorders out there. And I think that bringing awareness to all of them is, you know, equally important. Like, yes, this is about OCD, but, like, you know, people have depression and people have, like, you know, eating disorders or attention disorders. Like, it doesn't mean, like, those are just as important. Every mental illness is serious and impacts everybody, so I think it's important to go over those, too. So I... I will probably eventually, even though I haven't experienced them all myself, doesn't mean that I can't bring awareness to it and have, because yeah, there's probably like a lot of you who have other stuff that isn't OCD and I want you guys to feel understood and have some, some tools. So I will do those in the future. Um, and this episode is on eating disorders and OCD does affect eating a lot which I've learned through experience um because OCD really does affect a lot of things like relationships sleeping and just like it can it can connect to a lot of different you know conflicts in life and I will definitely go in depth more in the future but this episode is about eating which I've said a thousand times well yeah because yeah so I guess I want to you know, clarify, like, even if you don't have OCD, you could have eating disorder or eating anxiety, and you can still listen to this podcast and get relief. Like, you don't have to have OCD to, to, you know, have eating problems. There's a lot of people out there with eating disorders. And I have, um, I guess I have experience, I don't know, it's really difficult um, for me to really know what I have. It's difficult, I guess. Um, but I guess, like, this episode is my story about eating. It's not necessarily, like, every little fact about eating disorders and OCD and, oh, every single tool on how to get better and uh, all this knowledge. Like, I will do an episode on that in the future because I think it's very important to share what I've learned. Um about it overall but first I really want to share my experience with it so this episode is more of my story slash experience than exactly like what it is how to get better like I will do that eventually but um I wanted to share my experience with eating and the anxiety I get with it and how it relates to OCD um 
<laughs> where do I start? That's the question. Um, it's really hard for me to say I have an eating disorder. I don't know if it's me denying it or me downplaying it or OCD doing that, actually. But, like, it's hard for me to say, like, oh, I have an eating disorder. I mainly just say I have eating anxiety because I also feel like I guess it is in a way, like, you know, denying and downplaying. Like, I think, like, oh, I don't have it that bad. Like, there's people out there who have it a lot worse. So, you know, I don't have it to the point of being a disorder. And... Um, a part of me is also like I feel bad like I feel guilty saying like yeah I have an eating disorder because there are people out there who have it a lot worse who have it like serious that's like I mean every single type of eating disorder is serious I'm not saying that sorry that came out wrong but like I'm like oh there's people who are dealing with it in a lot more difficult and like impactful way than me so me saying that I have an eating disorder is like disrespectful to them it's insulting to them because I'm nowhere near their level of severity and I I feel like I'm saying I have an eating disorder so I can like have people feel bad for me and it makes me just feel really guilty when I say I have an eating disorder it's because like no, Emma, there's people out there who are worse than you. And that's just insulting. Like, you're saying this for attention. So that's been a really hard thing for me. And I'm guessing that is... Like, that's hard for other people, too, out there. You know, downplaying eating disorders and all anxiety disorders. It's very common. Um, because people don't want to accept the reality of what's going on and the reality of their difficulties which is totally understandable I do it all the time and there is a lot of guilt that comes with whatever anxiety situation you have and the one I have is I just think that I'm being unfair to the other people who have it worse than me which is also common you know people with eating disorders especially are like oh She's thinner than me. Like, I don't have... I, I, it's no big deal about me. Um, and we're not trying to be like... Like, I'm not saying you're being rude about it. It's just your eating disorder um, talking and trying to make you unaware of the seriousness of what's going on. But what I'm trying to realize with myself... Because, no, I, I do not have everything figured out... I'm still working on a lot of aspects of my OCD and my eating. And one thing that I'm working on, like, just because I say something and recommend something doesn't mean that I fully have it under control. Like I said, I am still working on my OCD every day. I'm still struggling a lot and I'm working on it. There's no end to my story yet. But, um, what was I even saying? Um... Yeah, one thing I'm trying to work on with myself is, like, just because I don't have it to the to the sev- severity as others doesn't mean that I don't have a problem, and it doesn't mean it's not serious. Like, yes, there are people who go through more than me in this area, but I still have eating, an eating disorder, 
See, like, it's literally hard for me to say right now. Like, I feel bad. I feel like I'm lying. I don't know what's going on. Okay, this episode is just a full-on episode of you guys experiencing me having anxiety and OCD thoughts. Oh, my goodness. But, you know, no, I have eating problems. And that's okay. And I'm working on it. But, okay, let me just actually explain what it is. My gosh, I'm just going on. Um... I first started noticing eating problems in around, um, actually, the, actually, no, I didn't really become a everyday deal until about seventh grade, but I have, like, a really early memory of eighth, or no, sorry, of sixth grade, like, this is the first time I really had any anxiety around food, and I wish, like, in that moment, I could have, like, done something about it and recognized it, but I was, I was, like, eight, or I wasn't eight in sixth grade what am i saying i was like 11 like i didn't know um but i went to mexico with my dad and my brother and we would go to we i mean before covid um and a lot more when i was younger we would go to mexico all the time because my grandma lives there and um you know i used to drink soda i used to eat really I mean, not real, I'm not going to say I ate really bad. I ate like a kid, like a kid does. Like every kid should because they're a kid and eating doesn't really matter when you're a kid. In my, like you're, you should eat candy and stuff. You're a kid, have fun type of thing. But that's how I ate. I, looking back, because I eat really healthy now because of OCD. Um, but um, looking back, I ate really bad, but like... At the same time, it was I was a kid, so it wasn't, like, doing any harm to me. Um, but I drank soda all the time as a kid. And I went to Mexico, and um, I remember we ate at this restaurant, like, every single day because it was right on the beach that we went to, and it was just, it was convenient. And so... I basically drink like three to four Cokes a day because <laughs> um, I was on vacation. I, w- I was just a kid, right? And I remember like I stayed there for about a week. So I had a lot of Coke, um, Coca-Cola, that is, <laughs> that week. And I remember when I got home, I felt bad about it. I was like, I had a lot of soda. Like, I bet that wasn't good for me. Like, there's a lot of sugar. It was... It was about the sugar. It wasn't about, like, the caramel color. Like, I don't even know what that was. It was mainly the sugar that I, like, realized I had a lot of sugar. And, like, that scared me. Like, I was like, I bet that's not good for me. Like, all that sugar. And I was like, well, I am not drinking soda, like, ever again. Like, I need to make up for all that soda I had. And that was an obsession I had in that moment. Sugar or soda. And my compulsion was avoiding soda and I didn't realize it at the time but that was OCD and that was what happened I ended up not drinking soda for like over a year yeah I restricted myself from soda for about a year I never drink soda ever the last time I've had soda I would say has been about a year um and ever since that trip I've barely drinking soda like I've had soda maybe, like, six times since then in my life. Um, And 
I drank it again because I was like, it's been a whole year. Like, I deserve this soda now. Like, it it won't damage me. I thought, like, from all that Coca-Cola I drank, I was going to, like, be unhealthy. And all that sugar was bad for me and would give me, like, um, a disease from, like, poor diet. And, wow, I just I just think it's interesting to realize like that happens when I was so young and it was that was just like the first thing that that set it off I guess um but everything was pretty normal it was just soda I ate a lot of food well no no I didn't I ate a normal amount of food but now with my eating disordered mind it seemed like a lot of food that I was eating at the time but I wasn't I was eating normal but looking back I had a lot more food than I have now Proving that I was once able to eat a healthy amount, and I was once, and like, and I was fine. That is a that is helpful for me to reflect on. Like, yeah, when I was in middle school, I ate like three big meals, not big, but I ate three meals a day, and I snacked all the time, and and I was fine. I was capable of doing it, and I didn't gain weight, and I didn't get fat like my fears or my OCD tells me today so that's so I'm just saying for anybody who has eating disorder or eating anxiety think about your past self think about the you before you had an eating disorder and reflect on that part of you like that part of you was capable of it then so that means you can do it now and and you are fine Nothing horrible happened to you when you were young by eating. So nothing should happen to you now. But obviously, it's easier said than done. I can't even think that way all the time. Like, it's really, really hard. But, I mean, I ate, like, junk I ate, like, a kid. I, I remember in middle school, every day, every day after school, I, get, I got Dairy Queen because my mom worked right next to Dairy Queen, so I'd be at her work, and I'd just get it. And, like, I didn't think, oh, when was the last time I ate? Or, like, how much exercise have I done? Like, I not one thought. Which, man, I wish I could go back to, but I will someday. I'm making my way there. But I'm not there yet, but I'm getting there. But I totally did I was a kid. I don't think... Um, I don't know how much like eating disorders affect kids really young, but for me, it didn't affect me until I was more of a teenager. But I remember, you know, yeah, I'd eat a bagel for breakfast, which now I'm like, oh my gosh, that's like a lot of food. And then I'd, you know, eat like chips and a little bit like a few hours later. And then I'd have a full on like mac and cheese bowl or spaghetti for lunch. And then I'd after school eat four chicken strips and a bunch of fries and a chocolate like ice cream sundae and then I'd go home and probably have another snack and then I'd have whatever dinner it was probably spaghetti or more chicken nuggets like literally I like I ate I mean I was fine I didn't gain weight because it was enough food it was it was fine for me but looking back you know with my distorted mind it's like oh my god that's so much food but I don't know, I guess I'm using this as an example of, like, I, well, one, was once able to eat healthy, and a healthy, like, non-distorted mindset, meaning that 
everybody has the potential to be like that again, including me and including you. And if you have an eating disorder, Don't and oh, sorry, there's a lot of oh my god, now I'm thrown off. Sorry, um, I don't know what I'm saying, and like, um, also that I was once, um, like that. What am I trying to say? But at that time, I didn't really have, you know, this, the problems that I have now. Um, let me really just get into this. This is taking so long. I am so sorry. So, I'm sorry for the yelling, too. I'm getting angry. Um, well, um, so it wasn't about what I was really eating. It was just that weird sugar thing that happened, but I was still able to have ice cream. I had ice cream every night after dinner. I had fast food all the time. I did not care. I did not care how much I was eating. I didn't even know what calories even were at the time, which I shouldn't have really cared about because I was 11 years old. I shouldn't even care about it now. But this stuff happens to people, and you're not alone. And we didn't choose to have these, these difficulties, but we have the power and strength to overcome them because I know we do. And you listening to this podcast right now shows that you are brave enough and are taking a little bit of a step. Even if you feel like you're not making progress, listening to a podcast, um, for whatever reason you did, you got that. No, you're fine. (laughs) Hi. You got that um, strength in you to take that step that's really strong of you um sorry i got distracted this woman walked by very nice her dog was very cute sorry about that um i and i think it was seventh grade i just like became really obsessed with sugar um i don't remember like the exact day it started because i i have no idea when the exact day of any of my obsessions started i wish i knew so i can like go back to that day and like literally change everything but sadly i cannot but one of my earliest memories as well i was at the mall with my best friend at the time and we went to the mall all the time and we got frappuccinos from starbucks all the time i got frappuccinos from starbucks and all the time like they were my favorite things ever and i i lived for them honestly they were very very nice i i miss them i will i'll admit i miss them but i will have one again someday i will i'm not i'm i'm i know i'm having a frappuccino one day and that day will be a great day because i will feel very accomplished maybe that's what i'll i'll drink that's what i'll get when i like beat ocd i'll just i'll get a frappuccino because that is like the like i'm being honest it's like the food i miss the most (laughs) okay anyways um so i got them like every week maybe a couple times a week and so i was with my friend and i was drinking my caramel frappuccino so good and i just like got these thoughts kind of similar to the soda thoughts like i was like how much sugar is in this it wasn't how many calories is this it wasn't like what are all of the ingredients in this it was the sugar the sugar was the the concern for me at the time and i was like oh my gosh i bet this has a lot of sugar so something that i do still to this day which is a compulsion and it doesn't help but i can't help it um i looked up you know like how much sugar is in here and it was like 
60 grams of sugar and I was like that's a lot and I looked up how much sugar should a a woman have a day and it was like 25 and I was like oh my gosh I'm having like so much sugar more than I should in the day like I was just freaking out and I was like telling my friend like oh my gosh I'm so unhealthy from drinking this and she I mean I don't know I probably made her think that she was unhealthy too which I totally regret to this day like i'm not trying to say like if you drink frappuccinos or you eat fast food like you're unhealthy or you're gonna get fat or you're gonna get sick like my ocd tells me none of that is true it's my ocd talking everything i'm saying are my ocd thoughts they're not actually true so i'm not trying to to freak you out or impact your thinking in that way um it's ocd that's telling me all these scary and false things because all these things and moderation is okay. I mean, even if you do eat fast food like every day, it doesn't mean you're going to be fat or you're going to be unhealthy. Everybody's different. And it's okay to have those things. Frappuccinos, it's okay to have those in life. It's okay. Everybody's different. Everybody's body reacts different. Like, you're, you, I'm not, I don't know. I'm just trying not to make anybody scared. You're fine, probably. It was just my OCD that was really scaring me. And nothing was wrong with me. Like, um, I just, I don't know what triggered that thought, but something did. And I was, like, really scared. And I remember I was, like, talking to my friend about it. And she was like, yeah, like, I think I don't eat that good either. I probably totally impacted her. I feel horrible. Okay. Um. I now know to be very cautious about about the things I say, I guess. I don't know. Um, I was like, we were both like, well, I think it was probably honestly me. But I was like, I don't want to have any Frappuccinos for a while. Like, that was my compulsion. I was like, okay, well, if I don't have any Frappuccinos for at least a week, then then I'll make up for it. I have to think about making up, I guess. Like, I was like, I'll make up for it. And I won't get sick if I just avoid them because I thought like having a lot of sugar meant I was going to become unhealthy and get like cancer or diabetes or heart disease or something like that it wasn't about gaining weight at the time I didn't care about my weight when I was at this age it was about my health about getting sick um and like getting ill from diet related diseases so I basically um, yeah, I went a whole week without having one and the whole, at the end of the week, I felt super awesome. I was like, I did it. And so I got one with my friend as like a reward for being, I don't know that this is considered a diet, but it was a restriction of frappuccinos and I still felt a little guilty. I remember feeling like this isn't healthy for me, but I was like, but I avoided them for a week. So it's okay. I made up for it type of thing. And that was just the beginning of my like sugar sugary food fear um i don't know exactly how long it took what really happened but basically by the time of the eighth grade i got to the point of totally being afraid of sugary foods um and it affected me pretty much every day it wasn't it was mainly about sugar so i was still able to eat like you know fast food and um chips and some comfort foods it wasn't about every single ingredient. It was the sugar. I don't know why, but the sugar really, really worried me. And so things like cookies and ice cream and, and like soda and 
things that have a lot of added sugar scared me. And I thought, oh, if I have those foods, I'm going to get sick. Even if I had one, like, in moderation, I still believe, like, nope, I'm unhealthy now. And now I'm going to get cancer or diabetes. Like, it was very irrational. It's because it wasn't like I was eating them, like, multiple times every single day. Like, I, I was having them in moderation. Now that I was restricting, especially... But it still scared me. And so I would I would still have some. Like, I'd have a cookie. But then after the cookie, I'd feel really bad. I'd be like, I just had this cookie. It's so unhealthy. Too much sugar. And now I'm going to get cancer. So I would restrict myself. And I would, after having, like, that cookie or ice cream or whatever it was, I would not have any sugary food for, like, at least a few days. And then after a few days, I felt like it was okay again. And I would have one again. But I'd still feel the anxiety no matter how long I restricted for. It honestly was very, like, complicated how, how my mind works. My mind is still complicated, but that's okay. Um, then, and, or like, that lasted for a while. It's still, I still fear sugary foods. It's not gone. I still don't like to have a lot of, like, treats every day. But... I've gotten a little bit better, you know, but the other aspects are difficult. You know, it's, it's a loop, you know, you get better in one area, but then you go down in another. OCD is very creative. Um, cause I believe that my eating disorder or my eating anxiety is OCD related, but maybe it's not, I, I don't, I wish I knew every answer, but I do think it definitely had some sort of effect on it. Um, but when I, it's like that was um, what kind of affected me for that period of time. I, I, I have like a few specific memories. Like I remember I went to Yogurt Land one day and just because, just I was like, YOLO, I'm just going to go to Yogurt Land. Like, and when I was walking back, I was like, oh my God, like this has so much sugar. Like, that was really it. I don't know how else to explain it. It was just, it just was going on in my mind. I felt super guilty all day. And my way of making up for it was avoiding sugar for however long I could. And, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I ended up missing out, you know, on, like, things. Like, you know, I stopped getting frappuccinos all the time, which was something I really enjoyed doing. I stopped getting ice cream or having cookies like I always did like I remember going out with friends and I wouldn't get the ice cream if we were getting ice cream like I I stopped you know doing the things that I enjoyed out of fear which OCD makes you do a lot um and I have lots of experience with but then then it kind of slowly like first it was really like treat foods like you know like ice cream um, ice cream and, like, cookies and brownies and, like, all those sweets were really what it was at first. Like, things that I just, I just, that OCD, I guess, told me, like, was bad. Um, doesn't matter if it wasn't actually bad. OCD said it was. So, it was bad to me. Then it slowly progressed to really anything that had sugar. I mean, fruits never bothered me because I knew they were healthy for you. But I didn't even really eat that much fruits at the time. Um... At this time, I was still eating kind of like meh. And 
but like then it became like so then I start when I I still I always loved going to Starbucks so I am um, instead of getting the frappuccinos that I loved I started getting the refreshers because I thought okay these must be way healthier they're just like juice they're not ice cream they probably don't have much sugar they're healthier but then I looked it up because goodness I just can't help myself from looking things up I looked it up and saw that those did have a quite a bit of sugar or what OCD said was a lot of sugar they had like 20 something and I was like oh my gosh these have a lot of sugar in it so then I started worrying about even getting a like a strawberry refresher and even like drinking lemonade scared me because it had sugar and like I would get healthier versions of like candy, like dark chocolate covered almonds because dark chocolate's better for you and it's almonds and it's not just like a Kit Kat bar. But then I would see how much sugar was in that and I'd still feel just as bad, like nothing made up for it. Um, which proves that it's not the food that's the problem, it's the OCD or the mental part of you that is the problem. Not saying that you're a problem, you're amazing, but it's not, it's just showing how OCD is wrong and how it's affecting you and it's not you it's the ocd that needs to be taken care of and so um yeah that was really hard for a while then i um i think it was it was oh yeah it was in ninth grade towards the it was right around christmas time actually that's when I really looked at my entire diet, not just sugar, because sugar was basically cut out in a big way of my diet. And then I really looked at like everything I ate because I had been, I had been feeling, I was feeling really lightheaded, um, pretty often. And I like was like, you know, I'm a hypochondriac because of my OCD. So when something like that happens, I'm like, oh my gosh, what if I'm dying? Or what if this means I have a, a disease? Because OCD hates me. So. I was like freaking out, like I'm lightheaded. Oh my gosh, this must mean like something's. I'm doing something wrong, and um, I was like, well, I thought like, well, maybe my diet's doing this. Maybe, maybe I'm eating bad. And I did talk to my dad about my lightheadedness, and like he did say like, yeah, maybe it is. Maybe you're not getting enough vegetables or um, iron or whatever it might be. So maybe you should put more though vegetables and healthier foods in your diet he wasn't telling me like your diet's horrible you need to stop like he wasn't doing that at all I don't want him to listen to this and feel like oh my gosh did I give her OCD about what she's eating no I most likely would have gotten it anyways and you were actually helping me like you were introducing me to 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 foods that I probably needed like I, I did not have many vegetables or whatever you know those nutrients are i did not have them and it probably did affect my lightheadedness if i'm being honest okay anyways because at that time i was eating you know stuff that i would never eat now like i would have lean cuisines for dinner i would have frozen chicken nuggets (laughs) craft mac and cheese like they not the best things um but it's okay if you have them in moderation i guess but um, so I basically, like, kind of just stopped. Um, I started eating, like, salads and health- things that I considered healthy. And and at first it was just because I wanted to get rid of my lightheadedness. And I just wanted to eat healthier because I was, like, 14 years old now. And I just thought it was time to eat better. 
Um, I also wanted to start cooking. Like, that was fun. So, but it became an obsession pretty fast. Um, I remember, like, I then basically became very, very afraid of not just sugar, still of sugar, but not just sugar, just all food in general. Like, whatever I ate, like, mattered. Not just if it had sugar. It was all the ingredients in it. Still wasn't calories, but it was the ingredients. Like, I guess, like, yeah, I like, the food had to be organic or natural. And, um, like... I don't even know. Like, I mean, not every single thing had to be organic because a lot of things aren't organic and I still eat them, but they still had to feel healthy. It had to be approved by my OCD. Like, a bag of Doritos, which I normally would have snacked on. No, I was like, OCD was like, no. That has artificial colors and flavors and that's not real cheese. Who, like, it's not good. The ingredients aren't good for you, so I would not have it. Instead, I'd have the cauliflower um, chips from Whole Foods, which are good. Like, I've, I've, a lot of teenagers are like, oh my gosh, those healthy foods are disgusting because, yeah, you're a teenager, but I've really grown to actually really, really enjoy healthy foods. Like, I'm not trying to also say in this podcast that eating healthy is bad. Eating healthy is really good. And if you do that, you should feel proud of yourself. That's a good step that you're taking. But for me, eating healthy was more than just doing it, you know, for the benefits and for feeling good. It honestly, like, I mean, it made me feel good out of a compulsion. But I felt I did it out of anxiety, which shouldn't be why you're doing it, um, ideally. But I remember... Yeah, I just totally was paranoid about the ingredients and, like, how fresh and how organic and natural the products were. Like, I cut out. So, by the time I was in 10th grade, I had cut out really just a lot. I was no longer eating any, like, chips that I considered bad, like Cheetos or Doritos or onions or whatever you want to say it is I didn't have any soda or uh, treats I mean I actually had a little bit of treats like I would have cookies every now and then but I would not have fast food I would not have things that you know looked unhealthy to me and I remember like the, the days that it really became hard like I have a few memories of like getting fast food like, in ninth grade, I went to Taco Bell with my friends after school, and I had, like, a, two burritos. And I just remember feeling so bad afterwards. I felt so guilty. I was like, oh, my gosh. What is in this, in, like, in the burrito? Like, these are probably the, like, yeah, they are. It's Taco Bell. But these are, like, the cheapest ingredients. I'm so unhealthy. I'm going to get a diet-related disease now. And it's weird. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, for example... If I ate fast food right now, I I haven't had fast food in probably like a year and a half, but if I, because of OCD, but if I had like, you know, let's say a Chick-fil-A sandwich right now, that's like one fast food item in the span of like two years, which you can have fast food items like even like a lot in moderation without it being um, damaging to you. But even for me, like having yeah let's say I had a Chick-fil-A sandwich right now 
doesn't matter how long ago I haven't had fast food for. I will feel extremely unhealthy and I will fear and believe that I will now get like diabetes or something, which makes, <laughs> makes no sense. Um, it doesn't matter. The overwhelming anxiety just takes over. But then, so yeah, I remember like those moments, like I went to Dairy Queen, I got chicken strips like I used to always do and I felt so scared. And yeah, and I was like, I'm done. I'm not eating this anymore. And I can't even imagine. I think the last time I had a fast food was, um, I think, like, in the summer. Yeah, summer of 2019. I went to Panda Express with my friends. And that was the last fast food I feel I, I remember having, at least. So, yeah. that's. I feel like that's more of a FRID. I think it's called the Avoidant Restrictive Intake or Food Intake Disorder. Um, which I've been diagnosed with. And... Yeah, I was just really scared of what I was eating. Not how much, just what. It was really hard. Because I was really just, like, not eating a lot of the food that I enjoyed. And I couldn't even indulge without feeling anxiety. And moderation is totally okay. And I'm slowly realizing that. But even to this day, I still can't eat unhealthy foods. I can eat, like, cookies. I have cookies literally, like, every day. Which I'm glad I'm able to now do before I was not proof that you can make progress but i cannot imagine eating fast food like i actually think i would have a panic attack eating fast food but that just shows that i'm not ready yet for that stage i will eat fast food again i know i will but not right now not right now i'm not ready yet Hmm. there's so many cute dogs okay um but that doesn't mean that i'm not gonna say i can't or i won't because i will someday but, yeah, so I'm still struggling with that. But I guess I'll get into um, the actual part of me that feels like it's more of an eating disorder that's more commonly known. Finally, 40 minutes later. Okay. Um, actually, I'm trying to think if I had compul- I mean, avoidance was my biggest, or restricting those types of scary foods was my biggest compulsion. Because that's a compulsion. And... It was, hmm, what am, I, what am I thinking here? It was, I'm just like, I'm sorry, I'm trying to think. It wasn't until the summer of 2019 that it became about what I was eating. Some of my earliest memories, I remember I was in class with my friends, and some for some reason my teacher let this happen. He did not care, but... My teacher or my friend postmated um, Panda Express, and I loved it at the time. Uh, I mean, this was actually right before summer, sorry, because it was school. But I got like a thing of orange chicken, and I had lunch like an hour before this, like probably like pasta or something. I, I love pasta, which I can't eat now. <sighs> I mean, I can sometimes, but I ate it, and I was like. As soon as I was done, I felt so ashamed. Like, eating brings on this guilt and shameful feeling that's really hard to explain. But I was like, oh my god, I feel horrible. I can't believe I ate that like I ate like an hour ago. This was like the first time. It wasn't that, oh my god, this food is so bad for me. It was I ate when I wasn't hungry. Like, that was what it was about for. Like That was like the first time I had my anxiety about, you know, how much I was eating and not about what it was as much. So that's like my earliest memory. And I went through a lot in the summer of 2019. Um, 
a lot of relationship stuff and I definitely think that had to do with it I feel like it was like my eating anxiety was my way of coping with what was going on and it wasn't really to the point like it was not what it is now and now it's a lot worse but it was right it was like the early signs and stages of an eating disorder that were coming up I had the thoughts of like oh I'm eating too much and this is too much food or am I hungry enough so I remember in the summer, yeah, that had become like a big focus of mine. I also didn't like being out of routine. Being at school was really comforting for me because I got up at 6. So I ate at 6 every day and lunch was at 12.30. So I would eat at 12.30 every day. And I felt like that was enough time in between the meals. That's what OCD told me. So it was very, I, I went to dance and I walked around. Like I liked eating in a routine and feeling like I was active. But, um, in the summer, I wasn't in a routine, and I wasn't as active, and it stressed me out, and the emotional stress I was under as well. So, yeah, I had, like, when I was eating, I was like, oh, I feel like this is too much food, or I'm afraid I'm going to eat too much food and feel full and feel, oh my goodness, and feel really guilty, and, oh, I I also had a session, like, oh, I don't want to eat too much now because I don't want to be too hungry for my next meal. Because I had a fear of, like, eating when I wasn't hungry. That became a thing. And in order to cope with that, I began to restrict just food in general. I still ate breakfast. I still ate dinner. But lunch became kind of like a, a little fear of mine. Like, I felt like lunch, since it's the meal in the middle of the day, my OCD was telling me, oh, you're not hungry enough from breakfast, which wasn't a big breakfast. It's toast you're not hungry enough from breakfast to eat lunch. And then, oh, but if you eat lunch, you won't be hungry for dinner. So to make up for that, (laughs) just don't eat lunch. So I still snacked. I basically just snacked for lunch, like chips or nuts. And that made me feel comforted because I was like, okay, I'm definitely not eating too much. I won't be too hungry for dinner. I'm fine. And I wasn't seeing how severe it was at all. And... I went to the doctors and I had lost 20 pounds and you know my parents were like oh my goodness and my doctor was like um you really need to eat like that's when I like actually really opened up about my food anxiety that I was developing and it kind of hit me as well like I was like wow I'm I lost 20 pounds I don't want to do that I I don't want to worry my family I don't want to do that to myself like I was able at that time to use my logical brain and see the effects and do something about it. So also I got back into the school routine. So that was secure for me. So I gained the weight back. I didn't really have that many eating anxieties at all. But then, bum bum bum. Now in present time, I have a lot. Um, I have 10 minutes left about uh, this podcast until it times me out. So yeah, I'll just end it with what I'm going through right now and what I've gone through in the last year or like couple months of like in 2020 I mean I right when it basically happened right when quarantine hit is when my eating got really hard again I think it was well oh my gosh I went through a lot of emotional difficulty and like stress with my family and I lost my friends I mean I've grown from all of that now but at the time it was really hard 
And I think my way of coping with all that was through eating. OCD found its way to make me feel in control of all the things I wasn't in control of in my life. You know, COVID happened and that was really scary. My contamination OCD spiked and I wasn't in routine. I wasn't dancing for three hours each day. I wasn't walking nearly as much. So, you know, that made me feel guilty over time. So, what I basically, I don't even, I just started out, you know, again, kind of the same thoughts from the summer. Like, oh, how much am I eating? Am I hungry enough? Do I deserve to eat this? Like, have I exercised it? That means I can eat this. Like, that was basically what was happening. And slowly over time, it just got to the max. Like, so I guess I'll just say where I am now. Like, I basically... I think about food all the time of every day. Like, it's gotten to that point. I think about what I'm eating. Like, I do fear what I eat. I want it to be healthy. I do avoid unhealthy foods. But now it's really, like, my main focus is on how much I'm eating. Um, It's hard for me to tell. Like, with eating disorders, you really, like, you're like, oh, there's bulimia. At least for me, I'm like, there's bulimia and there's anorexia. Like, I really just define those two as the two major ones, and I feel like that's a common thing that people do. And I was always, like, thinking, like, well, I either have to have bulimia or I either have to have anorexia, like, or else I don't have an eating disorder. Like, I really was, like, trying super hard, or I still am, honestly, like, trying to really classify myself. Um, And I don't really necessarily have either. Like, every eating disorder is unique and different, and I'm... I have a little bit, I guess, like, I feel like I have a little bit of both in a way. I haven't been diagnosed with either, which also makes me feel like I'm lying when I say I have an eating disorder. But what my doctor said that I just recently talked to, she said I have, like, a FRID, the avoidant restrictive intake disorder, and I'm showing early signs of anorexia. So I'm glad I'm getting help now before it gets out of hand. But basically the thoughts that I have is I have a big fear of gaining weight and it's really hard to explain like the fear because like people tell me like you're skinny like you're in shape like you don't need to worry about gaining weight you're not fat or why do you think you're gonna get fat like are you saying that people who are fat are bad like that's not what we're saying I'm not saying people who are fat are any less worthy as people that they're unhealthy or whatever my OCD is telling me. That's not like I I, I don't want to sound like I'm insulting anyone. And I also understand. Yeah, I know. Like my logical brain knows like that my I'm fine. I'm skinny and I'm healthy, but it doesn't really matter. Thankfully, I don't have too much of a distorted image of my body. A lot of people suffer, you know, with like they think that they're fat when they're really, really not and they don't see their body properly. And thankfully I am not there, right? I don't have that. I I know I, I am I'm I'm fine with the way my body looks. I'm not looking in the mirror like, oh my gosh, I wish I was skinnier, let me lose weight. Like my goal, like I don't worry about losing weight. I just fear gaining weight. It's like really hard to explain. Like, I don't want to lose weight. I'm not like, oh my gosh, let me lose pounds. Let me do this. Like, when I hear that I lose pounds, I don't feel like, yes! But, like, I just don't want to gain any pounds because I think gaining the weight means I'm fat or... Because, oh my god, it's so hard to explain. Like, I know that, like, I don't... 
I don't know. Like, for me, I feel like it is about gaining weight that I'm afraid of. But I don't think it's so much about the fact that I would be, like, overweight. It's just the guilt and shame I feel from being, or, like, from gaining weight. Like, gaining weight makes me, like, yes, I think I'll get fat if I gain weight. But it's mainly, like, just the sense of, like, shame that I feel. Like, I'm, like, I gained weight. Like, I should be ashamed of myself. I guess losing weight or just not gaining weight, like, maintaining my weight makes me feel in control. I totally believe that's, and that's what OCD is, is about control. And I totally believe that, you know, me eating is, like, my way of controlling something in my life because there's a lot I can't control. So it makes me feel like proud it makes me feel like I'm doing something and I'm in control of something and I basically all day I'm thinking about food like when am I gonna eat what did I eat last so like um I eat toast every single breakfast because I don't feel comfortable eating anything else I don't feel comfortable going out of my routine I eat breakfast at the same time every day because I'm too afraid to eat at a time that I don't normally eat. I eat pretty early in the morning because then I will definitely be hungry by lunchtime so I can eat at lunchtime without feeling bad. Because I I mainly fear, like, I don't want to eat when I'm not hungry. If I eat when I'm not hungry, I feel like I'm eating when I don't need to and that I will gain weight and feel really full. I have a fear of feeling full as well. And the thing that's difficult about eating disorders is because, like, I don't have a sense of, like, true hunger. Like, when I'm hungry, I don't think that's hunger. I think I'm hungry when I'm starving. Like, I don't think I deserve to eat unless my stomach is rumbling, which isn't healthy. So I don't have a good sense of hunger, and I don't have a sense of a good size of a meal, and I don't have a good sense of even being full anymore. Like, my stomach doesn't... Like, it's like I take less food now to feel full than I I normally would have. But I also have a really big fear of feeling full. Like, when I eat, I, like, eat, and all I think about is, okay, is this too much food? I don't want to be full. I don't know why. I just really think, like, the feeling of full, I just feel so ashamed. I feel so guilty and so horrible. And I think I'm going to gain weight now and... I just hate the feeling it gives me. It's so hard to explain. I hate the feeling it gives me. And I try to avoid that as much as I can. And that's why I have a restrict. And I do eating disorder behaviors so I can avoid being full and feeling the guilt from it. So, so yeah, I guess, like, I, like, I want to be hungry. That's, like, I guess one of my biggest goals is, like, I want to be hungry as much as I can. Because that's when I feel like I can eat. And... Um, a lot of things, like, I, like, so I have my breakfast, and, and I eat normally at, like, 12 to 12.30 every day, because I have to eat in the time, like, has to be enough time in between breakfast, so I'm truly hungry, but it has to be pretty early in the day, so I can eat dinner without feeling like I'm too full, or whatever, so I eat lunch, you know, I've been slowly, like, I'm working on my eating recovery right now, so I've been having real meals for lunch again, which I cut out for a period of time, and then I'll have my dinner, but I, I'll just go over the behaviors I do, because I only have five minutes left, but, um, 
during quarantine, I cut out lunch again, like I did last year. I was snacking for lunch, and that made me feel really good. I was like, I'm not going to be too hungry for dinner. Because dinner is, like, the only real meal I have, I feel like. And it's the only meal that I really, like, let myself enjoy. Because I feel like... And, like, I feel like I can only enjoy it if I deserve it. And to deserve it, I need to be starving. And to be starving, I need to not eat anything. And I need to exercise and burn calories. And that way I'll be hungry and I'll deserve the food and I won't feel bad. <laughs> it's very complicated. Um, so I, I started thinking about calories more and more, like not even like just about literally anything like I love iced coffee and I'd pour my milk in my iced coffee and I'd be like how many calories is in the iced coffee because too many calories will make me full and will make me gain weight oh I'm eating pretzels with hummus well how much calories is in the hummus how much calories is in this dressing that I'm using it was everything and it still is I'm getting better but it still is and in order to like the thing, like when, when I don't eat, I feel awesome. I feel super in control and I feel super, uh, I just feel like I'm not gaining weight. And I like, that's like, I feel like the part of me that's kind of, I feel like I lean more on the bulimic side in that way because I get that guilt feeling of like, cause when people with bulimia, they eat like a really large amount of food and then they feel really, really ashamed and really guilty. And in order to make up for that, guilt they feel from that food they restrict or they purge or they exercise and people but the thing that like I have that same guilt and that same reaction but I'm not eating an absurd amount of food I'm eating a normal maybe yeah even less amount of food and that's where I feel like I ought to lean more towards the anorexic side because I'm not eating enough food and I'm restricting so I'm like in a bind <laughs> um but yeah I do a lot of behaviors like when I eat a meal I even if it's like a small meal I will feel guilty like it was too much food. That's why I have a distorted image about food. Because a dish of food that my mind is telling me is so much food is like not even enough to my parents or other people. So after I eat, you know, I get all these thoughts like you're now going to gain weight. And I do things like I exercise. Like I loved, it's hard because I love to exercise. But it's also a compulsion because I'm like, oh, if I exercise, I'll lose the weight and I'll be hungry for dinner. Um, I'll restrict, like, oh, I'll avoid eating because then I'll be hungry and deserve my next meal or I'll make up for what I ate last time. Or if, like, I've never made myself throw up before, but, um, interesting enough, right around this time that this became a big issue this year, I developed something called rumination syndrome where you, it's kind of gross, it's where you regurgitate your food back into your mouth and like it's undigested it's full on food it happens like right after you eat and you can either spit it out or swallow it that's like basically what the people do and for me that became a compulsion i was spitting out my food all the time so i never had to make myself throw up which i believe i would do and would have done if i didn't have rumination syndrome but since i had the food be coming up automatically without even meaning to do anything to myself i was like awesome so i would spit out my food <laughs> undigested food around like 30 times a day and that isn't good that was my way of purging and it made me feel really good I thought the food is out of me I will not gain weight I will be hungry again so I can eat dinner without feeling bad and yeah I mean I have literally 30 seconds left so I'm gonna wrap this up but eating is still really hard for me right now and eating is really difficult and I'm in, 
in progress of getting better. I'm seeing an eating disorder, you know, specialist. And I'm still getting there, but I don't... I don't know. I'll keep you guys updated. I literally have five seconds left. But thank you so much for listening. Um, It means a lot. And I hope this helped you. Bye.